0: It didn't
1: listen to me. It walked out of the thicket. It turned around and looked at me.
2: They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of
1: the tree and started running away.
0: And suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. Skidding because it's like quite, you know, and um, graveling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them they're panicking, they're like roofing, nothing. Their, their their face is like twitching.
2: to bigfoot society a podcast where we focus on cryptids the strange and the unexplained of this world if you've got a story or something weird to share send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com and if you'd like to support this show head on over to patreon.com forward slash the bigfoot society and now on with the show all right welcome back to another episode of strange Stories with jeremiah byron we are up to episode number 23 believe it or not good to see you all in here uh last week i was missing in action because hey we weren't feeling so good and also the uh pipes in our house were frozen but we're past that um <clears throat> someone in the chat let me know if you can hear me loud and clear if we're sounding good and then we will get started um I'll start shouting out a few people that we've got in here. We've got RD, Happy New Year's. That's right. January 1st. Today, a brand new year, 2023. Uh, We've got local legends, Burton Moran here. Oh, hello. Good to see you, sir. Good to see you. And we've got friend Davis Adams. Hello, everyone. Good to see you as well, Davis. And, uh... Oh, hey, Patrick. Patrick is giving me the thumbs up. He can hear me loud and clear. Good to see you in here, Patrick. Uh, Before we get started, I would like to go through, um, and again, before we do get started, I want to say, of course, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you have a story to share, anything weird that's happened to you with ghosts or paranormal or cryptids or anything weird, you can feel free to call on in we're not going to open up the phone lines quite yet because I do want to share my top 10 cryptid events of 2022. So, and if you have any uh, any comments about any of them, feel free to put them in the chat. <clears throat> so here we go. Number one is... Now you're going to say right off the bat the Enfield horror didn't didn't happen in 2022. Well, you may not know that in Southern Illinois it was seen in 2022. This is actually a uh, episode I had with Mr. Zachary Sterick, I believe was his name. Fascinating interview about how he was able to see. Excuse me, about how he was able to see the, the I almost said it, Enfield Horror. The other one's always on my mind. That's why I was almost said it. But this is an interview you can watch on the the uh, Bigfoot Society podcast. Um, Hides in Long Grass is here. Good to see you, friend. Happy New Year. All right. Well, let's get on to, oh, and kind words from uh, Burton. I would want to say that your presentation at the Van Meter Visitor Festival about the Iowa Bigfoot Information Center was great. You know what, friend? I appreciate that. I appreciate you being there, being on the VIP tour. And uh, uh, yeah, that was one of the highlights of my year. You can also listen to that. um, You can listen to that presentation on the Bigfoot Society podcast as well. Um, Oh, and Celia Edgar's book covers this story and other high high strangers. Celia is a person I've wanted to talk to. Hopefully that might happen in the future. We'll see. Let's head on over to number two. And these are in no particular order, but these are important things that happened. Now, anyone uh, remember this scenario? I'm not going to, you know, Drag anyone, but I'm going to say this is an event that happened in 2022 that had to do with cryptozoology. It was a pretty big deal in the community. Uh, Mr. Coyote Peterson, uh, influencer on YouTube, uh, pretty much made it sound like he had discovered a Bigfoot skull of some sort in, uh, I believe it was British Columbia. Of course, this ended up being uh, a what if story or something that wasn't true, uh, which uh, caused many ripples to go through the uh, cryptozoology community. Uh, we've got a few other friends showing up here. We've got Mr. Alan Lassiter. What's up? Good to see you. we got Mr. Greg Morrill. Good to see you. Sup? And uh, of course, as Burton says, everyone hit the like button. Of course, make sure you're subscribed. Hit the bell uh, if you haven't already. So we're just taking a few minutes off the bat to uh, go over what I think my uh, top 10 what I thought was the top 10 cryptid events of 2022. And if you have any that aren't on the list, put them in the comments. We'll shout those out as well. Uh, Coming up next. ah, Does anyone remember this Sasquatch captured on video by Ontario boaters? I'm going to play you a little bit of this if you haven't seen this yet. Uh, You can kind of see right there in that open section supposedly a bigfoot there we go now i i don't know what you what you all are thinking in the um going to go ahead and pa- pause that but let me know what you think about that in the in the comments um for for myself uh, the walk does does not add up with other uh, supposed video <clears throat> of bigfoot that i've seen so I'm not uh, sure if I'm on board with this. Of course, uh, if you want to go further into this uh, this video, you can go over to the Squatch Detective YouTube channel and he does quite the expose on this video. Let's continue. Feels like it was more than a few years ago that we had this this photo come up on the horizon, but uh. This, the story is did did a people in a boat capture a ogopogo there's a lot of different thoughts about this uh everything from some people think it was an upside down bird in the water some people think it was a furry mask or a wolf mask you can see eyes teeth if you get close enough some people think it may be some statue of some kind um And, of course, our resident Canadian, Greg, is laughing hilariously, as he should. Um, Patrick says they don't move like that. Patrick, you know, I was able to talk to Patrick a a while ago. Uh, And I'm going to go with Patrick on this, talking about the Bigfoot video in Ontario, because Patrick, as we know, has seen many a Bigfoot in the field. So if anyone knows, it's him. Let's continue. Ah, remember this. Now, it's crazy to think that the Amarillo Dogman of Texas was in 2022. This feels to me like it was years ago, when in reality is May 21st of 2022. I don't know if there's a definite case closed on this, but you remember there's some interesting, uh, you know, people think, well, maybe thought maybe it's a costume. Maybe it's a pipe coming out of the ground with steam coming out of it. It's my hope that maybe uh, when a certain book comes out about Dog Man in Texas, that maybe it covers it. We'll see. I can only hope. Let's continue with another story that was in 2022 for cryptids. Was a extraterrestrial type creature, as this story says, with claws washing up on an Australian beach. I think this was proven to be maybe some sort of wallaby that lost its hair. Uh, If anyone knows in the comments, definitely let me know. But uh, definitely was not accepted as a cryptid, as it was proved to be something else. Uh, Greg is saying, it looks like something from Spirit Halloween uh, in regards to, I want to say, the Ogopogo. (laughs) All right, let's continue. Uh, Before I bring the next one up, this one, this next one is a little bit, um, it's a little bit weird. Um, it is a thing where it's definitely, in my definition of a cryptid, it is not a cryptid at all. But when so many people hear the word cryptid in 2022, they're going to bring this up because of the way it was uh, explained away. Um, <clears throat> and um, yeah. Let's uh, let me show you what I'm talking about. That's right. Remember when uh, AI graphics were a big thing, and everyone was coming up with supposedly the cryptid, uh, which was a female entity named Loeb. Pretty scary, gruesome stuff. And this is the only photo I could find that just wasn't absolutely horrifying. So, um, yeah, there you go. Cryptids 2022. Supposedly, this is uh, people thought this was a cryptid, but hey, here we go. Uh, I'm gonna say that it it definitely wasn't. Coming up next, one of the bigger things that happened during the year was, of course, Aaron Deese getting ready to uh, he's filming the Texas Dogman Triangle and the uh, writing the book and getting ready to release the book as well. Hopefully, that comes out soon. Uh, beginning of this year, we'll see partnered with Small Town Monsters on this, but I am extremely excited to hear or to read, rather, Aaron's Texas Dogman Triangle. Um, last but not least... I think this is a huge deal is the Alaskan coastal Sasquatch um, part one and part two. If you haven't gotten to watch this on, uh, (laughs) if you haven't gotten to watch this on YouTube, you definitely need to. And if you're in the STM Kickstarter, you've already gotten the chance to watch the last frontier. And the three of those films together are just simply amazing. Um, RD says, was it, was it this year or last year? Can't remember, but I think Mark Marcel's research discoveries on Thompson Flat, Harrison Cabin, Oregon, or Thompson. I, you know, I want to say potentially that was two years ago. Um, I'm not going to say 100% on that, but I am going to say that my interview with Mark Marcel was awesome. If you haven't got a chance to listen to this, it came out a few weeks ago. Go back, listen to that on Bigfoot Society. Uh, him sharing his, uh, his, uh, personal Bigfoot encounter he had was just incredible. It's very cool. So there we go. All right. So those are my top 10. Actually, I think there's one more. I think we need a top 10 or another one to put in there. I I am going to put my Iowa Bigfoot information center in there. Uh, just because I think, you know, that for me was a, a fun time. And uh, it was some some brand new information <clears throat> uh, discovered as well. So that's what I'm thinking. Uh, now let's go ahead and, uh, well, before we do that, if anyone has any, did I miss any cryptid events that should have been on that list for 2022? Go ahead, put them in the comments. Um, oh, Greg was saying that the dog man looked like something from Spirit Halloween. Absolutely. I can agree with you on that. Uh, But if I I missed any 2022 cryptozoology events, go ahead, put them in there. Um, Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone line. So if you have a story that you want to share, anything weird that's happened to you over the years to do with uh, Bigfoot or Dogman or the Rake or Pale Crawlers or anything, You can go ahead and call 515 809 0165. This is live on YouTube and recorded for the podcast. While we're waiting for the first caller, I want to do a quick shout out. Friends, if you're into Bigfoot, you should probably be a subscriber to the Bigfoot Times. This is a publication put out by Mr. Daniel Perez. Uh, longest continuous print Bigfoot newsletter in existence because and I think it's probably the only one. But uh, the cool thing about this last episode or issue is the Bigfooter of the Year, Mr. Shane Carpenter. Uh, you can watch about Shane on the documentary Into the 400, which I believe you can you can rent that on Amazon video currently. Davis says, I can't wait to get this book. See the documentary. RD says, same here. Guys, let me know if anyone is uh, new in in here right now, let me know uh, where you're from, where you're listening from. And uh, let me know what cool cryptid things you have planned for next year. I can go ahead and talk a little bit about what I've got going on next year. Uh main thing for me is I'll be headed out to Monsterfest. <clears throat> I want to think yeah this is in June and I'll be doing the podcast live in early June for Monster Quest, Monster Quest <laughs> put on by uh Small Town Monsters. I my Massachusetts accent slipped out a little bit there. I used to live out in Massachusetts. Um <clears throat> Green Monster. So what else, you know, um, plan is to increase the audio quality of the podcast a little bit. Uh, you may notice that I've switched it up a little bit with, uh, you know, not not all Bigfoot encrypted uh, content on the podcast. I'm also putting in some <clears throat> interesting content to do maybe with things that are strange, things that are weird. Uh, I've got an episode coming out tomorrow, though, to do with – it's an interview with Mr. Henry Franzoni. Uh, Let me know in the chat if you have watched the documentary, Drumming for Bigfoot, um, or on Tubi, it's called To the Ends of the Earth, I believe. It's a 1990s Bigfoot documentary. Um, If you like that, you're really going to love this interview I do with Henry Franzoni. who is a uh, Portland-area-based, Columbia River Valley-based Bigfoot researcher and enthusiast. Um, And you're really going to love it because I was able to get the whole story behind that interview or behind that documentary, uh, Drumming for Bigfoot, how it came about, why it came about, uh, what things were not included, what people they interviewed that were not included in the documentary. And it's just, it's just going to blow your mind. <clears throat> he also has stories about how he spent time with Peter Byrne in the 90s, uh, with Renee DeHendon, uh, working on things with Patty Patterson. It's an incredible interview. Uh, probably one of my top interviews that I've done so far as in, you know, people that I've wanted to talk to and I finally got to talk to. For me, it's it's one of definitely my biggest accomplishments of 2022. So hopefully you check that out. Uh, then after that, I've got another uh, interview coming out next week. And uh, this one is very, very interesting. It's a, It's an interview with a young lady named Missy Lee Sterling and how she was able to well, she had an encounter with a rake or a pale crawler down in the south and how that affected her and then how she got put down this trail of researching if the rake photo, if the rake trail cam photo was real, a hoax, or not real. Um, the interview goes into some really interesting territory. Uh, As she also shares about her friend that she has been interviewing, who is a government contractor, and how this friend has many encounters with different cryptid-type creatures around the world. It's a fascinating interview, and I know you're going to love it. Again, for those that are new, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron, number 23. We've been doing this for 23 episodes. Phone lines are now open. You can go ahead and call 515-809-0165. If you've got a story to share, or if you just want to say hi, or if you just want to discuss any of the stuff that I've been talking about tonight, you can go ahead, or If you got something where you're like, man, that cryptid event should have been on the list. Let's talk about it. Why don't you go ahead and call on in? Or if you got something cool coming up next year, maybe an expedition you're going to go on, maybe a book you're going to release about Bigfoot or something, go ahead, call on in, 515-809-0165. If you've got a story where you've been waiting to tell it, tonight's the night to tell it. We're almost halfway through the episode. Um, Okay. That is a good – hold on. I'm going to try – Hides in Long Grass is asking me a question. I'm going to try to access something real quick on Discord. Hmm, let's see, give me a minute here. Um, here we go. Ooh, I'm gonna, uh, hide in long grass. Let me see if I can upload this to, to my stream yard real quick. um hides in long grass i can i should be able to play that ufo video on on screen if you are wanting to call and explain it uh we should be able to do that also patrick says i know retired special forces guys that had an encounter with bigfoot if that's a story that you can share patrick you are welcome to uh call in and share that story um i'm gonna leave that up to you and 515 809 0165. Looks like we might have a few calls coming in. But uh, Hides and Longgrass, I do have that UFO video ready to go if you're wanting to call in. Let's see. What other? Oh. While we're waiting, my kid got a ton of cryptid stuff for Christmas this year. So many he got I got him a Yeti figurine, a Bigfoot figurine, a fur a fur trout. Wow. Uh oh, it's party time. Call from Hides in Long
1: Grass.
0: To accept, press one. To send a voice.
2: Hello. hey what's going on hey hides and long grass uh you are talking on air strange stories jeremiah byron live on youtube record for the podcast and keep it clean with the language how are you doing sir
1: i'm doing great um this is a video i sent you a while ago but then i got lucky and got christmas covid and it was awesome oh dude so.
2: well, i'm glad you're yeah. okay i'm glad you're okay now
1: yeah, yeah, I'm doing better, but I sent it to you. You thought it was interesting and I I figured I'd I'd call and tell you. All right. Um just to, just to set it up, it happened September 30th. I don't know if you can see the actual any data on the video, but September 30th, 2021.
2: I can verify that, yep.
1: Yeah, and it was it was in the evening. Somewhere somewhere between seven thirty and eight, I think it might have been closer to seven fifty um, now, I take my son for walks in the in the fall, and one of the things he prefers he likes to listen to is the uh book on tape of Ichabod crane mm. so so when you do hear the second voice, that is my son who would have been seven at the time, okay and we're taking our walk around our house. There's a junior high, a high school. We're walking from where the high school is downhill to where the junior high is. And you know, the the song's playing, I got my phone on me and I see a light at a distance, which I'm not thinking anything of it. Didn't didn't matter to me, didn't think anything of it. It was just above the tree line, but if if you were standing there looking at it you'd see that they built a it's a lacrosse field. Okay. So they've got these little embankments of lights, two on each side, and they're up on these poles. And those poles stick up just above the tree line from, you know, an angle where you're observing them. So a little light above the tree, no big deal. As I walk down, and when you look at the video footage, you can see that there's like a little stairway going up the hill to the left. So as I got down low enough and I realized that that, that was the light that wasn't attached to anything. It was above the trees, beyond the trees, and there's like a mile's worth of forest there, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I never see stars right on the tree line because there's just too much uh, light pollution from the next group of houses that are, you know, more more than a mile beyond those trees. So I never really see stars until I look up, right? You got to look like a good 20 degrees above the tree line before it ever gets dark enough for stars. So as I'm walking, I notice it, and I was like, "That's just weird. That, that's not right." So when you listen to what I say in the video, I don't even think it's a UFO. Uh, I'm just confused as to what it is. I thought it was maybe a tower. I mean, it seemed like to me it was strobing, but when you take a picture with a camera phone for you know, and I've got a Samsung, it it, it sucks. So to me, it looks twice as big, right? Because cameras are designed to maximize selfies and And other forms of narcissism, not take good actual wildlife or accurate photos from a distance. So it looked like it was revolving, sort of, to me. And it seemed twice as big to my eyes, which seemed really weird. So I snapped 30 seconds of video. And the reason I only grabbed 30 seconds is because my neighbor, whose house actually backs up to um, about... 30, 40 feet higher than where I'm standing, but behind me. So he's, he's got more elevation. Uh, I sent it to him right away. Now he's got an Apple phone and I know if I send him a video longer than 30 seconds, it won't go to an Apple. Okay. So I only snagged 30 seconds of it when I thought it was really weird and I sent it to him and that's when I cut it off, but I saw it for like two minutes. Oh wow. And I thought it was weird. And as I'm walking towards it, then I take 30 seconds of video And then when I start running the video, you can actually see in the video, like there's a path that I kind of walk towards it. And then I make a right and I walk around the junior high and I look and it's still, now it hasn't moved. Now, if it's moving while I'm walking, I don't know. I can't tell. But in that 30 seconds that I take the video, it doesn't move at all. Okay. A plane would move right to left. Sure. Yeah. Up, down, something. You can't hear a helicopter. You can't hear a drone buzzing. It doesn't make a sound, and it's just a light that doesn't belong there. Now, it takes me, you know, after I take the video, probably another four minutes. It's still there. I don't know if it's moving because I am, but it's still there. A couple minutes after that, my wife's phone, she she looks at, like, for stars and planets. And, you know, every, a couple times we've identified... Uh, ISS going over
0: sure. and
1: her, her phone's got all, she's got the higher end phone. So she'll look at something. She'll tell you what star system it is. She'll oh, tell yeah. you what yep. it's a planet. She'll tell you whatever it is. And, and we looked over there. It's not a planet because I think at that, at that point in time, if you look, Venus was visible uh, from Earth, but it wasn't Venus and it wasn't ISS. It was nothing identifiable. Over there. So uh, I've ruled that out, and by looking at it, you can tell it's not a helicopter, it's not a plane. A couple of people have suggested that's kind of what it looks like when a plane's coming in for a landing, and I would I, that would be, that would be the rational explanation if I lived at an airport.
2: Good point. But I don't. Yeah. Let's uh, so, let's try I mean, to roll it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and then okay. So I'm going to try to roll this. Um, not sure if uh, any audio will come from it, but uh, we'll give it a try. I don't remember seeing that there before.
0: Neither do I.
1: Hovering right above the trees. It's been there a while. There's not a tower. Huh. Well, remember next time we go for a walk,
2: see if we see it there. Wow, that's uh that's that's pretty crazy. Um, remind me what were the what was the yelling at the end that you could hear?
1: Oh, so I was walking from the high school okay. where there was a baseball game going on. Uh, okay, got Ball, ball, ball. <clears throat> right so, so my son could hear every now and then he'd announce the next batter up. Gotcha. And my son, you he heard him say "shush," yeah, because he knew I was recording. Because kids always like to wait till you're recording to start making noise. Exactly. So he's aware that there's a recording going on. And this was one time when he actually was quiet. But uh, yeah, it was at the time I was like, I don't know what that is. And it, it wasn't until I I, I I saw it was 30 seconds. I cut it off. I sent it to my neighbor. And as I'm just walking, I just would stop and look and be like. It hasn't moved. It's in the same spot. Like
2: it's just so weird. It's very weird. So Um,
1: yeah, you know, I caught, I reported it into Mufon. It shows up on their little Mufon interactive map, Um, but it was during the pandemic, so you know, I got an investigator by phone. (laughs) Oh, weird! For, For what that's worth. And but um,
2: you've gone to the same area on other nights, and it's not there.
1: Exactly. Wow. It, it, it wasn't. It's just so. Actually, the following weekend, my neighbor who saw the video, I have a uh, twenty to sixty power spotting scope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So up where he lives at higher elevation, we scan the entire tree line looking for anything. Oh wow! Now there is, roughly in that direction, and I say roughly, mm-hmm. there is a water tower, mm. and. You know, I've checked out that water tower. There's no lights on it. I actually got up close to where that water tower is. I had to drive over to a school where it's at, and I see it. It's roughly in that direction. But when I get up higher and I scan the tree line,
0: sure,
1: I I don't see a water tower. There's there's nothing. There's nothing there. Even in the fall when there's no leaves on the trees, I've scanned across the top. I don't see a water tower. I don't see anything out there that it could be. And I've never seen it again.
2: Dude, that is that's it's weird. It's really weird.
1: Yeah. And and the few people I know that would actually like try to dissect it digitally, they're just like, there's a really super bright pixel coming from the middle of it.
2: Really? And they're like,
1: yeah, I don't know if they said there looks like there's, well, you know, I don't think they tried to insult me, but I'm sure they looked for, you know, if it was done with After Effects or something. Oh, yeah,
2: definitely.
1: There is like a super bright pixel in the middle of it. And that's, that's all they can tell me. But yeah, no, that's, that's where, so my neighbor and I also went into the woods looking for anything that we could find. Nothing out of the normal, not nothing unusual, no burn marks, no, no missing slaughtered cow, no dead, dead animals, nothing. So it was just, it was just woods and we were getting chewed up by mosquitoes because September 30th, we hadn't had our first cold snap yet. But sure. I took a compass bearing from where I was standing the direction of the light we went as far as we could before we hit another you know we went for a mile yeah before we hit another community and i was just i i didn't you know i i got nothing i I just cannot identify it's so wild
2: oh man yeah gonna be i'm it you know i've already i've seen the video before but watching it along with your explanation hits a little different Man, it's it's so wild, dude. I, I'm going to be thinking about it probably for a while tonight, but thank you for calling in, man. I, if you ever yeah, f- figure out anything else to do with it, you got to let us know. Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, I, move on. I, don't, I don't know if this is their job. I've never had to report a UFO before, but sure. Um, I don't know if they're supposed to look into it and call you back and say, hey, we figured it out. Like Beetlejuice went supernova or something. Like, <laughs> right? Uh, there's no there's yeah, nothing. Yeah. I mean, I've, I
2: never heard anything back,
1: so
2: if I find anything out, I'll, I'll let you know. All right, man. Well, thanks for calling in. Right. Hides and long Grass All right. <laughs> catch you later. Happy New year. you too. Bye. All right. Whew! first call <clears throat> of the night, Hides and long Grass. That's an interesting call with a interesting, bright light. That now can't be seen again and can't be explained by uh, video analysis. I don't know what to think about it, guys. Uh, And the weird thing is MUFON hasn't called back. Uh, Hopefully someday they will. Um, This is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. If you're new, uh, we are talking to people live about their weird encounters with Bigfoot, cryptids, UFOs, aliens, anything they can't explain. We're up to episode number 23. If you'd like to share, and this is live on YouTube recorded for the Bigfoot Society podcast as well, you can call in 515-809-0165. Patrick, you're welcome to call in. If you'd like to talk about your retired special force guys that had an encounter with Bigfoot, totally up to you. <clears throat> we've got Travis hanging out with us now hello everyone happy new year happy new year to you Travis Um, uh, got eight people hanging out if you haven't said where you are uh, watching from go ahead leave a comment in the chat letting us know where you're from Whew! hope everyone had a fun and safe new year And if you're going out tonight, be safe. Have a uh, person drive for you if you need to. We're a little bit over halfway through the episode. Episode number 23. We've got Alan Lasseter hanging out from South Carolina. Alan's called in before in the past. He's shared some interesting Bigfoot stories. Always good to see Alan. Good to see you. Let's see. You know, I would like to somehow next year go out and do another Bigfoot expedition. I think that would be really fun. Let's see if it happens. But uh, last year's August Bigfoot expedition with Tate Hieronymus was really fun. And I still can't explain it. I'll tell the story. Um. Well I'm waiting to see if we have uh, another person call in with a story of their own. <clears throat> but uh, we spent a few days out in the woods in south central Iowa, undisclosed location that Tate has for his research. spent a few days there the first night was very uneventful. nothing happened it was super super uh Super hot, 110 heat index. The next night, temperature went way down. Stuff started moving. We started to hear things. We heard wood knocks around our campsite. We heard a large tree get pushed over right in front of us in the woods. Here's the weird thing. I had my uh, audio recorder recording audio all night long, seven hours of it. When we hit around the 3:45 a.m., <clears throat> you got a very interesting noise out of uh, on the on the voice recorder. What you need to know is Tate was sleeping in his truck that night. I was sleeping in my tent. Here's the weird thing: I didn't leave the tent at all. I didn't go outside the tent that night. You can distinctly hear. The, na- the <clears throat> sound of a tent zipper being unzipped, uh, that freaks me out because I can't explain it. And the weird thing is, is that I've talked to multiple people since then, Bigfoot researchers that have in other parts of the country actually experienced a Bigfoot where they were messing around with their tent, messing around with the zipper, unzipping it things of that nature which is wild so i don't know hopefully i get a chance to go back to that area and research it more but it just it's a thing it's a story that i can't explain or maybe i can explain it and that's even the more weird thing we've got mr pat pat mcfarland hanging out hello happy new year all good to see you pat fellow Iowan. And he's got some cool stories too. All right. We're about uh, 20 minutes from the end of the hour. We've got about nine, 10 people hanging out. If you've got a, uh, still got time to call in, share a story if you'd like. Uh, feel free to call in 515-809-0165. We've had Mr. Hides and Longgrass call in already tonight. He shared his UFO sighting back on September 30th. And we played the video. It's pretty cool. So if you weren't there for that, make sure you catch the replay and uh, put in the comments what you think that uh, that object was up in the sky. Hmm. You know, something that I would like to do while we're waiting to see if there, there'll be another story, calling. I think it would be cool to maybe go on a BFRO expedition. Now, I don't know if that would happen next year, but there are a few that actually happen in Iowa. Let me know in the comments if you've actually been able to go on a BFRO expedition, but I think that would be really cool. Um Whoa, Patrick is saying, I got one for next time. That just happened this week. I think it has to do with the owl. Oh, no. Of course, I believe what what Patrick is referring to is the last episode. We had uh, Burton Moran call in from South Dakota, and he had some very interesting stories about giant owls. And how once you hear the story of the giant owl, I believe, um, it will affect you. And you'll start to see things. Now, thankfully, I can say myself that I have not seen any giant owls uh, over the last two weeks. But it sounds like Mr. Pat McFarland might have a story to share with us next time, next week, to do with a giant owl. Uh, fingers crossed that we don't actually have a giant owl flapping around um, our area of Iowa Pat. because uh, that would mean he's pretty close to me too. <laughs> oh boy, crazy stuff. <clears throat> Let me know in the chat if uh, you have maybe you have a cryptid encounter or, or some interest encrypted in your home area. If you don't feel like calling in, you can always put it in the chat and I will uh, go ahead and I'll just read them out uh, for the group here. Uh, if you've got any stories you want to share, you can always just put them in the chat. You don't have to call on in. And um, we've had some really interesting stories over the last 23 episodes. One I can remember is the gentleman who called in from uh, Canada. He saw the weird dog in the alley. I want to say it was maybe even standing up on his hind legs. Really weird stuff. Um, Had the uh, lady who called in from Vancouver Island with some interesting Bigfoot encounters. How she saw a Bigfoot cross the road in front of her at around midnight when she was driving around. She also, uh, in the back of her house, kept having some interesting vocalizations that she would hear. And I can't really say much more, but I can say this is not the last that we've heard of her story. I'll leave it at that. This is Strange Stories, episode number 23. We are about 17 minutes until the end of the hour. We've got 11 people hanging out. I appreciate y'all hanging out tonight. Uh, If you haven't said where you're from in the chat, go ahead, drop something in the chat. And thanks so much for for hanging out uh, with me tonight. Hopefully most of you have tomorrow off as it is New Year's Day observed. I hope you do. I hope you're able to sleep in. Have a fun day. Do something you enjoy. Listen to a new episode of the Bigfoot Society podcast that's coming out. My interview with Mr. Henry Franzoni. Travis, Connecticut here. Good to see you, Travis. I'm a previous New Englander. I lived in Western Massachusetts, had plenty of friends that lived in Connecticut. Hey, let me give a shout out to a cool book. If you don't already have it, you should have this book. This is The Bigfoot Influencers. It's a great book by Mr. Tim Halloran. Uh, If you enjoy interviews with Bigfooters, which you probably do if you're listening to this, because you're probably listening to Bigfoot Society, there's a few people <clears throat> I haven't gotten the chance to talk to yet that are in that book, and they're really good interviews. So I would definitely check. Uh, advise you to pick up a copy of that on Hanger One Publishing or go over to Amazon, type in the Big Influencers, and you can get a copy of that book. We're up to 12 people hanging out tonight. I appreciate y'all being here. Guys, we still got time. We still got time for one last story. If you want to call on in, you can call 515-809-0165. This is an open line show where you can call in, share your weird story, anything to do with Bigfoot, cryptids, dogman, you pale humanoid crawlers, you'd be UFOs, aliens, stuff you can't explain, shadow people, doppelgangers, anything weird go ahead, call on in, share your story. Live on YouTube, recorded also for the Bigfoot Society podcast. If you like this show, there are 22 more episodes to listen to. You can listen to those on this YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed. Go ahead and hit the bell to be notified when I go live again or post something new. and give this a thumbs up as well for the algorithm and just because you like it if you like it if you enjoy interviews to do with cryptid themes and other weird high strangeness themes do me a favor and go check out Bigfoot Society podcast on Spotify and other places like Apple podcast and just subscribe to it anywhere you see it. Also, if you could do me a favor, everyone that's listening right now, if you haven't taken a minute to rate Bigfoot society on Apple podcasts, please do that for me. Um, give it a review five stars. Um, that would help out greatly as, uh, I've had a few people, uh, be not so nice lately. And, uh, that's fine if that's what they feel, but uh, it would be great if we could have some people go over there and uh, try to put some five stars in the mix to uh, make the number go up a little bit. Again, this is Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron. We are almost uh, to the end of the hour. Uh, I've had a great call in tonight. Mr. Heisen Grass talking about his UFO sighting. I appreciate you uh, talking about that. Played a uh, fun, fun um, video as well. While we're waiting to see if someone calls in, I'm going to actually play a quick. Let's play a quick snippet of my friend Tate's Bigfoot documentary series on YouTube. Which, if you haven't watched Tate Hieronymus's YouTube series. You should. Uh, The Bigfoot expedition that I went on Tate with is actually the subject of the first episode, and you can look up a search for Sabe on um, YouTube and watch the whole series. I believe they're all out. But let me play you a little bit of a clip from the uh, Iowa episode. When I think of, you know, when the normal person thinks of Iowa, you're thinking of flat cornfields, stuff like that. What we had to drive into, uh, once we drove into the area, I mean, it really feels more like you're in a place like the Northwoods or like New England, uh, rolling, you know, pretty steep hills, tons of forest, uh, and a lot of a lot of animals out here too. So, yeah, I was I was surprised by what kind of terrain is out here. Could definitely see it as a place for you know Bigfoot and other things like that. Hey, there you go. So if you're looking for something fun to watch, <clears throat> go ahead, go over to Tate uh YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed to that, and check out the uh, search for Sabe. Uh, video series and it's it's great stuff um last call for any call-ins got a few more minutes left in this episode again i appreciate you all hanging out uh we've got oh we got a good friend ashers in here ash ashley hill good to see you, ashers hi happy new year and uh patch saying brilliant uh if you guys have any goals to do with uh weird stuff or cryptids or bigfoot go ahead put them in the chat and i'll uh i'll i'll go ahead and uh i'll shout them out also hold on we're gonna do something in the last few minutes here let me get it set up real quick Mm. All right. We are going. I appreciate all 13 of you being here right now, hanging out with me in the last few minutes. Uh, we're doing that uh, the last few minutes before the end. And I appreciate you all hanging out so much that I do want to uh, give away a t shirt real quick. So, um, in the last few minutes, uh, I'm, let me think of a word. Let's see what word am I going to use? Um, literally, all you have to do. In order to, and it'll be a Bigfoot Society shirt, uh, be a black one, and uh, whoever wins it, I'll I'll get your info afterwards. But if you want to be in the drawing for the free Bigfoot Society shirt, all you have to do, let me go ahead and share this real quick. All you have to do is go ahead and type in hashtag Bigfoot into the comments right now in order to be uh, in the drawing for the free Bigfoot Society shirt. And I appreciate you all hanging out for the hour. Uh, and this is my way of saying thank you for that. So go ahead if you'd like to be uh, in the drawing and uh, give a few more. Uh, minutes for for us to get some more drawings in there uh, hash, it'd be hashtag bigfoot if you want to be in and make sure that it's all lowercase letters um, I oh okay let me count it up so we got one two three four. okay so it's count it's not case sensitive so if you want to do uppercase Bigfoot that'll work too um, give people a few more minutes to put some entries in there if they want to and then I will draw all right. Let me do a count of ten, nine, eight, seven, six. You gotta put that in if you want it. All right, here we go. Hey, Chris Spencer is here. Good to see you, bud. All right, here we go. Let's draw. Who's gonna get it? Who's it gonna be? Travis DeLuca, congratulations. Uh, Travis, if you can go ahead and send me an email at uh, bigfootsociety at gmail.com with your uh, shirt size and the mailing address, I'll go ahead and get that sent right out to you. But congratulations, Travis. This won't be the last giveaway. Uh, There'll be more of these in the future. So uh, make sure you, you hang out. Uh, Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron Live. Uh, Maybe you'll be getting a shirt next time. Look at the draw. So congratulations to Travis. I'll be awaiting your email. Guys, I appreciate you all hanging out tonight, guys, gals, and pals. Uh, Before we go, make sure that you are subscribed to this channel, that you're subscribed, please, to the uh, Bigfoot Society podcast on uh, Spotify or Apple. Uh, podcasts. If you want to get some extra uh, content, uh, for example, the Henry Franzoni podcast episode that's coming out tomorrow for Bigfoot Society, I did have to cut about fifteen minutes of audio out of it for certain reasons. If you want to hear the whole uncensored raw audio of that, go over to Patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And uh, you can access that extra raw audio of the Henry Franzoni interview. You can also listen to the interview already that's coming out next week, where I talk to Missy Lee Sterling about her rake pale humanoid crawler encounter. And uh, it's, it's pretty intense. Um, You're going to love that episode once you get to hear it. Thanks so much all for spending your night with me. Uh I'll see you back next time on Strange Stories with Jeremiah Byron next Sunday night is gonna be 7 30. So make sure you tap, you have the bell, you're subscribed. But next week is gonna be back to that 7 30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, I'll see you then all, and thanks for hanging out. Have a good one.